Romans 15 delves into the theme of prioritizing the well-being of others over oneself, which can be encapsulated in the section heading, Please Others, Not Yourselves. This title can be translated differently based on linguistic nuances, with some languages possibly favoring a first-person plural rendition like, We should please others and not ourselves. Another alternative could be, we should do what helps others and forget ourselves. The verses from 1 to 13 in Romans 15 are intrinsically linked to the preceding content. They usher in the third segment of Paul's discourse on the dynamics between those with strong faith and those with weaker faith. An interesting observation is that some ancient manuscripts place the doxology of 1625-27 at the conclusion of chapter 14. This suggests that early versions of Romans might have concluded with chapter 14. However, considering the thematic continuity between the content of 15, 113 and chapter 14, it's more plausible to believe that the doxology wasn't originally situated at the end of chapter 14. Also in Romans 15, 1, Paul identifies himself with those who are strong in faith. The phrase, in the faith, is not directly present in the Greek text, but is added in the TEV to clarify the meaning of strong. The term, to carry, which is used in the context of Jesus carrying his cross, John 19.17, and believers bearing their cross, Luke 14.27, likely means more than just tolerate or endure. Given its use in other passages, it suggests that those strong in faith should be prepared for self-denial to support believers with weaker faith. The metaphor to carry their burdens might not be directly translatable into all languages. In some cases, it might need to be rendered more literally, such as helping the weak with their problems or encouraging them to persist in faith. The phrase, we should not please ourselves, can be understood as not acting solely based on personal desires or seeking only personal happiness. Moreover, Eugene Nieder provides an insightful analysis of Romans 15, 2. He begins by clarifying the term brother, noting that its literal translation is neighbor. However, in the context of this verse, it refers specifically to fellow Christians rather than the general populace. The phrase, for his own good, is literally translated as, for that which is good. Many translations, including the TV, interpret this phrase similarly. For instance, Goodspeed translates it as, to do him good, while both NEB and RSV render it as, for his good. Nida suggests that in some languages, it might be necessary to coordinate the terms please and for his own good to convey the intended meaning. An example he provides is, each one of us should do for his fellow believer that which is good for him and that which will please him. The phrase, in order to build him up in the faith, is a translation of a noun phrase that literally means for building up. Most interpretations understand this as referring to someone weak in faith. For example, Moffat translates it as by building up his faith. However, NEB takes a broader approach, suggesting it pertains to the entire Christian community. Nida, considering the context, prefers the former interpretation. In sum, Nida emphasizes the importance of context in translation. He suggests that the final purpose clause might need a specific introduction that refers back to the previous content, ensuring the intended meaning is clearly conveyed.
Furthermore, Nida's interpretation of Romans 15, 3 delves into the significance of Paul's reference to Christ and the Old Testament. Paul, in this verse, uses Christ's example and the Old Testament scriptures to guide and inspire the early Christians. The scripture Paul cites is from Psalm 69.9, which was considered authoritative by the early church, along with Christ's example. Nida accentuates the phrase, Christ did not please himself. He suggests various translations to convey the essence of this phrase, such as, Christ did not do what he did just to make himself happy, or Christ did not live just for his own benefit. These translations affirm Christ's selflessness and dedication to others. In addition, Nida discusses the challenges in translating the scripture quotation from Psalm 69, 9. He points out that some languages might not have a specific term for insult, and the phrasing insults by those who insulted might be uncommon or awkward in many languages. Further, the concept of insults falling on someone is rare. Therefore, Nida suggests alternative translations like, what people said when they insulted you has now come upon me, or people insulted you, but what they said has really insulted me. These alternatives aim to capture the essence of the original scripture while making it more accessible and understandable in different languages. Besides, Nida provides insights into the translation of Romans 15.4. He notes that the phrase, everything written in the scriptures, can be literally translated as, what was written in earlier times. However, it's essential to clarify that the reference is specifically to the Old Testament to avoid misunderstandings. If the term scriptures is primarily understood as writings, then the phrase might sound repetitive. A better translation might be, for everything in the scriptures teaches us. Additionally, Nida discusses the word translated as patience. While it's often translated as such, in some contexts it can mean endurance. The term encouragement appears in verse 5 and needs careful translation to convey its intended meaning. The concept of hope was previously discussed in 5.2. Also, Nida suggests that the phrase, through the patience and encouragement the scriptures give us, might need restructuring. It should indicate that the scriptures are the source of our patience and encouragement. This can be translated in various ways, such as, because the scriptures cause us to be patient and they encourage us. Moreover, the term encouragement can be idiomatically translated as to stand by him in his heart. Furthermore, in the original Greek, Romans 15, 5 is a single sentence forming a doxology. The verse starts with may God, which can be restructured as an expression of prayer, such as I pray to God or I pray that God. Paul refers to God as the God of patience and encouragement. This means that God is the origin or source of patience and encouragement. The New English Bible, NEB, translates it as God, the source of all fortitude and all encouragement. Goodspeed's version is God, from whom steadfastness and encouragement come. A more causative interpretation is God who makes us patient and gives us courage. It's noted that verse 4 mentions scriptures as the source of patience and courage. However, there's no contradiction since God is the ultimate source. The phrase, to think the same thing among one another, is interpreted by the today's English version, TEV, as having the same perspective among yourselves. 
Other translations like the New American Bible, NAB, see it as living in perfect harmony with one another. The goal is to encourage Christians to live harmoniously, which is best understood as a result of sharing the same viewpoint. In addition, the phrase can be expressed causatively, may God make you think alike, or may God make you agree with each other. In some languages, it might be more fitting to describe it as living together peacefully due to such agreement. Further, the phrase, by following the example of Christ Jesus, is literally according to Christ Jesus. While it indicates means, it can also be seen as a cause, because you follow Christ Jesus' example. This can be translated as doing as Christ Jesus did, or imitating Christ Jesus. Besides, Nida provides insights into the translation of certain phrases in Romans 15, 6. He notes that the phrase, all of you together in English, translates a single Greek word, which originally meant with one mind or of one accord. This term appears in various passages in Acts, and its meaning might have evolved over time to simply mean together. Additionally, Nida addresses the phrase with one voice. He suggests that after using all of you together, it might be redundant or even misleading to use with one voice. The essence of the phrase is to convey unity in praising God, which can be captured by saying, may praise as if with one voice. Also, Nida touches upon the phrase, the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. He points out that in some languages, this could be misinterpreted as referring to two distinct entities due to the use of and. To avoid confusion, he recommends translations like, God who is the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, or using apposition, as in, God, the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. Lastly, Nida comments on the section heading, The Gospel to the Gentiles. He offers alternative translations to capture the essence of the message, such as, The good news is told to the Gentiles. The good news is also for the non-Jews, or, The Gentiles also hear the good news. In conclusion, Romans 15 asserts the importance of prioritizing others' well-being over personal desires. The chapter encourages believers to please others, not yourselves, urging stronger believers to support those with weaker faith. This theme is a continuation from the previous chapter, with Paul identifying himself with the strong in faith. The term to carry suggests more than tolerance. It implies self-denial to help others. Paul uses Christ's example and references the Old Testament to guide early Christians. He cites Psalm 69:9 to highlight Christ's selflessness. Nida's analysis of the chapter underscores the challenges of translating certain phrases to retain their original essence. For instance, the term brother in Romans 15:2 refers to fellow Christians and for his own good highlights doing what benefits the other. Nida also delves into the translation of Romans 15, 3, 6, discussing the significance of Paul's references and suggesting various translations to capture the essence of the original text. He indicates the importance of context in translation and the need to convey the intended meaning clearly. The chapter concludes with the message that the gospel is also for the Gentiles, emphasizing its universal reach.